You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. You're listening to episode 114. This is the last episode of our mini series on cyclical living. Today, I'm joined by Oriana Rojas, and we are talking about stop trying to be a superwoman. Ori is a beautiful client of mine. We've been working together for two months now. And in this episode, we explore why it's been so vitally important for her to use a written tracker over an app. That's a process that she actually started before we started working together. We talk about how you can discover and understand your emotions in a new way and the ways in which you can do that. The benefits of self-connection and taking time every day to connect with yourself from moment to moment, not even just once a day. We also dive into how she's learned to honor the feminine and the way that she does that and a question she asks herself every day that supports that process. She also talks about transforming from being a people pleaser to self-caring because we do live in a world today where as women mostly and those who identify as women, we're very much led to please others. And that's very old patriarchy um, thought process and way of living, but we still live with this a lot today. So pleasing others, that can be our children, that can be our loved ones, our friends, our partners, and we often forget to please ourselves. So she talks about how she's transformed as a people pleaser. She also explores the menstrual cycle coaching process and what it's been like for her in working with a coach versus in the past when she's worked with counselors or other people who have been specifically helpful in mindset and emotion and how menstrual cycle coaching has helped her dive even deeper. And then she gives us steps on how we can start living in sync with our own menstrual cycles and where we would start on our journey if you're brand new to cyclical living or you've been doing it a couple of months so far tracking your cycle and you're like, I really need to learn more. Like what's the next step? Ariana covers all of this inside this episode. Throughout this episode, Ori does mention a little bit about the Well Women Academy, my group coaching membership program and one-on-one coaching. If you would love to learn more about these specific processes, you can learn more on my website at wellsome.com forward slash coaching or forward slash shop where you can find the academy in our shop on our store online. However, if you do mention this episode when it comes to coaching, you will receive a 10% discount. So just mention episode 114 with Oriana Rojas and you'll receive a 10% discount off your coaching package. So without any further ado, let's jump into this episode with Oriana Rojas. Oriana, welcome to the Well Women podcast. Thank you. (laughs) I have so much gratitude that we're having this conversation today. Um, Before we jump into it, first question of all podcast questions is tell us what day of your cycle you're on today and how are you checking in in this moment? I'm on cycle day five and I'm feeling a little bit nervous and also a little bit overwhelmed because I booked one too many things for myself today I believe whilst I'm still on day five so (laughs) still feeling wintry and like I'd rather stay at home but it's going to be a good day (laughs) oh my god thank you for sharing I'm very excited for this because I'm on day six of my cycle so we're so like you and I always closely align yeah um which is wonderful but I know you 
because you're a client of mine, but everyone who's listening has no idea who you are. So tell us, who are you? What is it that you do? Where do you live? How old are you? Like, tell us who you are. Awesome. So I'm Oriana and I live in WA. That's Western Australia for all of those international people in Australia. (laughs) And um, I actually moved here when I was 13 and I've lived so I was born in Venezuela originally so I'm South American um and I moved to Saudi Arabia when I was seven and then I moved to Australia when I was 13 so a lot of change happened like at a very young age for me and I developed lots of like anxious feelings (laughs) um so yeah ever since then I've been on like a quest to try to better myself I've done a lot of counseling I've done a lot of courses um and since my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer which she's um overcome now it just really drove me to want to open myself and explore myself so now that's where I'm at I'm studying counseling I work um, casual as a barista not a barista I used to be a barista as a uh, waitress (laughs) and yeah that's probably where I'm at right now (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And how old are you? Oh, right. I am 23 years old. I turned 24 this year in July. She's a baby. And I just got engaged as well. So that's very exciting. I know. Last coaching session. We're just halfway through the coaching session. And Ori's like, oh, by the way, I got engaged. And I was like, what? We're waiting until halfway through the coaching session in the middle of talking about like cervical mucus to like yeah pop this information in my face um which is very exciting news so thank you for sharing yes now you are on the cyclical living journey and I love women of all ages getting connected with the cyclical living journey and starting that process because regardless of whether you're 15 or if you're 65 I really feel that all menstruators or past menstruators have the ability to live in a cyclical way but what does cyclical living mean to you? Uh, I love this. So cyclical living to me for what it, it's more like almost what it feels like. So it feels like being more in tune with myself and allowing myself to flow. And it's also taught me to learn to be more of an observer to my body and my everyday body. So from day to day, I'm different. And it's allowed me to just accept that as to where in the past, I'd be like, oh my God, like, why did I have so much energy last week? And this week I'm like, I hating myself. I hate my life. (laughs) I don't know what to do with myself. Now I feel like I can just be so much more accepting of that. So it Mm. feels relieving like a weight off my shoulders oh that's really juicy relieving and a weight off my shoulders because I know when we started working together it was very much about what you mentioned well one week I feel great and I'm like ready to tackle the world Mm -hmm. and then the next week I'm not feeling that fantastic and I know that in the past you've been working with a counsellor and you've been really like well why do I feel like I'm really really good and happy one week and then the next week I'm like the complete opposite and what have you learned about that process with cyclical living like 
in the process of learning about your menstrual cycle, how has that specifically helped you with understanding your mindset and your emotions throughout your cycle? So I find that because you teach us to chart our cycle and the physical act of writing down on paper and sitting down and thinking about how I'm feeling, um, it just forces me to connect on a day-to-day basis. So it forces me to learn about my body, but it doesn't feel forced at all. <laughs> um, so I could say that what cyclical um, living teaches me is, yeah, to connect with myself more frequently. Actually, at the moment, I'm trying to do it more than once a day because I've some days when I do chart, I notice that I'll chart in the morning. And then like, I'll just forget about it. Um, but the more things that I write down, the more interesting it is to look back as well. And that's where the learning comes in, where mm. I'm like, oh, I can see. And especially because now I've got, I'm on my third tracker. So now I can see like, oh, on, on this day, I felt like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, like, yeah, like you haven't told me, oh, Oriana, you have this, you have that. It's like, you're just helping me navigate this journey. Mm, thank you for sharing it in that way. Yeah. Because really you, the journey is happening within you. Like I can, yeah. I, can, I can see and I can tell you exactly what's happening, but the ultimate way of learning about your cycle is knowing how to do it on your own because, you know, we're not going to work together forever. And how yeah. long have we been working together? for now it's been like what two months yeah two months so this has been possible for you within a two-month period of time yeah it's been a huge mental shift but once again I just have to reinforce the fact that in the past I've done so many things that have felt so pushed even when I thought I was doing it in like a holistic way and this in no way has it felt like I've had to like force myself to make this change it's been so natural and beautiful honestly the transitions are so amazing when your body starts to go this is what I've been craving and this feels so natural to me that's something that I think you've been saying in some of your email responses after our coaching sessions is it feels so natural Um, so back to the question I feel like a lot of women today and menstruators out there get really caught up in the fact that they can have high emotions and low emotions at different times of their menstrual cycle, but they don't realize that that's actually something in regards to your cycle. They just think mentally, oh, there's something wrong with me because I feel really, really good. And then I don't feel good. And some days I want to go to work and other days I hate my job. And some days I love my partner. And then other days I hate my partner. (laughs) Um, So what would you say to the, to those who are listening, who experience that same thing because I know that's what you used to experience right at that stage you had been working with a counsellor yeah Um, but how has getting to know your cycle and learning to live in connection with your menstrual cycle supported you in better understanding your emotional balance and your emotional intelligence I love this question so (laughs) it's been amazing to see that when I am experiencing like lower vibrational emotions, so like 
anger or resentment or something along those lines instead of beating myself up about it like I used to do now because we talked about this now I'll be able to ask myself like how can I be more feminine in this moment but the last time such a good student you are (laughs) yeah (laughs) last time this happened I felt myself experiencing this icky emotions that I just felt like I needed to get into my body and start moving. So that made me have this realization that, okay, whenever I'm feeling lower vibrational emotions, it doesn't mean that it's bad. That still means that we can do something. And I don't know if this is the best word, but I'm just going to use it. I can still do something productive. So like connecting with myself and allowing myself to feel those emotions it's actually gonna allow me to be a more it's gonna carry me in the direction that I want to go um, instead of sitting back and ignoring these emotions and just like freaking out over it because that's what I used to do so I guess what I'm trying to say is that no matter how you're feeling there's still it's because of a reason and it needs to be addressed so you can go forward. And no matter how small it is that like, it might be bothering you, you can do something. I don't know why the word productive keeps on coming up for me, but supportive. Yeah. Supportive and to like support yourself. Cause that's something amazing to do. The more I find in this process that I'm supporting myself when I'm feeling those lower vibrational emotions the greater I'm coming out each time the more I can understand about myself the more insight I can have it's just mind-blowing like and it's also I guess part of being kind with yourself Mm. but because we've got this whole cyclical living um like lifestyle that you've taught us um and me it just allows me to justify it in my mind. It's like, oh, this just makes sense. Instead of having to be like, oh, why do I feel this way? Blah, 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 blah. It just really simplifies it. It really does simplify it. Oh, I just want to take a nice slow inhale. and Because oh, there, are, there are lots of us who can get quite anxious and there's lots of us who misinterpret our emotions and then they we judge ourselves based on our emotions and when our emotions are down then we do the unsupportive act of um, negative emotional eating so like binge eating then or starving ourselves we can even then be self-sabotaging in our own personal relationships with friends and family or a loved one or a partner we can self-sabotage our own businesses or our own study or our own work. And a lot of that can just come back from the intelligence of understanding, well, what is my emotion and what is my emotion teaching me right now? And how well am I connecting with my cycle? And a cyclical living aspect of that would be, okay, well, how well does that relate? And does this feeling relate to where I am in my cycle right now? Yeah. Um, but I know when we first chatted and you reached out and you were like, oh, I'm interested in coaching, but I'm not really sure if it's for me. Explain to the listeners how you went from being really iffy about doing it and not knowing if it was worthy of the investment to being like, holy shit, how could I have not done this? (laughs) Because there are a lot of us who 
don't value investing in ourselves in this way and we don't realize yet how important this kind of work can be and how assisting and helpful this type of work can be so what would you say to those women who are like oh I'd love to get some support but I don't think what I'm experiencing is actually related to my menstrual cycle because it has nothing to do with my period conception or my ovulation Okay, I wish I had a whiteboard to be able to show this, but mm-hmm. if I could show on like a scale, like the courses I've done, the, like um, the experiences I have had, um, you said we're allowed to say anything. So yep. I have used psychedelics to try to explore myself and navigate my mind space. And then I've done counseling and I've done soft um, empowerment for women. And I just feel like I was constantly going in this, like circle of like oh my god what is gonna help me and then I found Gemma (laughs) like honestly if I could show in a scale of like where counseling got me and my counselor said it myself and I'm not trying to talk myself up but I've been counseling with the same person for two years and she said I outgrew her um and then Gemma so like I plateaued with where I was and then when I saw when I started talking to Gemma that first dis- like discovery call that we had is that what it's called? yeah so before everyone I work with one-on-one I don't just let you sign up for coaching we always have a chat on the phone first even if you live overseas we still organize a time to chat we can chat via Facebook or WhatsApp or whatever it might be because I want to make sure I'm a good fit for you but you're also a good fit for me because I can't help everybody um so yeah that's the 15 minute chat that we had so when yeah. that happened yeah that 15 minute chat, which ended up being like a 45 minute chat, <laughs> I think. Overtime. Yeah. <laughs> but it was beneficial because that's when I really found out like, okay, it just took you out of like, you know, the Instagram persona to really being able to be like, um, like oh, wow, this is just an understanding, sympathetic human being. And I just honestly really loved your approach that it wasn't, I didn't feel like you were trying to sell me something. Like I honestly didn't. And your approach, even on social media, I haven't felt like you're trying to sell me something. So it's. Buy now. Buy now. You must sign up now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So to have like, be like, be able to explain where I was coming from and what I needed and just have you listen and acknowledge me and just be like, hey, this is completely up to you, but I think you're totally worth it. Um, and everything else I tried, I was like, okay, I really need to be like lifted and supported. And you've just really been able to provide that for me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I haven't actually heard you say that at all. So yeah. thank you. Um, first time I'm hearing it. Um, <laughs> But thank you. I feel really blessed. I love the work that I do and it's so needed in so many aspects. And that's why when we teach, we, well, I teach is we, we do the, the four different pillars, the physical, nutritional, emotional, and energetic or spiritual. And you can see how important this work is. And this is why I'm bringing out a menstrual cycle coaching certification to teach women how they can also be coaches in my Um, approach in the way that I do it um, through understanding coaching, understanding business and understanding how to focus in on and teach cyclical living because I can't teach everyone, unfortunately. So we need more, we need more empowering teachers. And so that's what like I'm hoping to move towards in the very near future. That'll be coming out soon over the next few months. 
exciting I know very exciting (laughs) but what do you what's something Ori that you have discovered about yourself since starting the coaching process only two months ago and I know we're still going with the coaching process together but what's something that surprised you about yourself that you didn't think you would kind of get through the coaching process um this is gonna be probably more of a simple answer than most people are expecting but um like it's about me (laughs) at the end of the day and at any given point it's about me it's not about the people around me or how they feel and this might be coming across the wrong way how I'm saying it but I've just always been so outwardly focused Mm -hmm. that I'll get caught up in like oh are others comfortable are they okay do I need to do something for them or people pleasing yes a hundred percent a huge people pleaser so um yeah and that also goes with like making assumptions I love that reminder about assumptions is making an ass out of you and me mm-hmm. um, that you told me from, you reminded me about from the book. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. We were talking, <laughs> that happens to me all the time. We were talking about the the surprising things that you've picked up through the coaching process. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is that, it's really just showing you how much of who you are is yourself and pointing your direct your energy, sorry, directively inwards towards you rather than outwards towards everyone else. And in this world, and we're recording this just after International Women's Day, that there's a lot of power about like, yeah, to the woman and we can do everything and, you know, you can't stop us and equality. But it gets to a stage where, there is a point with females and those who identify as females where we can often shine too much energy and light outwards and we forget to Mm -hmm. shine the torch back on ourselves. And that's kind of like refueling our own battery. And I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. um, And also to add to that, I feel like the more that I do focus on myself, the more positive changes I can see. And throughout the coaching I realized that a lot of like my outer world problems, like how they can reflect in my inner world and realizing that I don't have to sit and complain here. Like I can acknowledge this and deal with it. Like that's been huge in me addressing things to you. And I love how you reply with like, well, you know, you can do this, this or that. And it's always like, we are in not control um we have a choice we have an option (laughs) that's what I mean yeah (laughs) and I think we forget that really easily and get caught up and like distracted or we get caught up in how we have to react straight away versus how we can sit and respond in in a later stance and so and some of the conversations we've had together might have been around and I have these conversations with a lot of my coaching clients 
because women come and they think, oh, I'm just going to learn about the four phases of my cycle and then natural contraception and how to track my cervical mucus so that I know when I'm ovulating so I can't fall pregnant or I can fall pregnant. And that's all I want. That's all I need. But <laughs> underlying to that, and it, I think it begins with the first coaching session that we have together. We do that emotional timeline that I teach. Yeah. And the emotional timeline pinpoints all the things that are the highlighting essences of what we need to work through like your yeah. mind and your consciousness is not telling me your body is telling me yeah and so through that process it really opens up different aspects of discovering yourself and one of the untouched ways of connecting with your body and becoming the ultimate version of yourself or the healthiest version of yourself is by understanding why do I feel the way that I feel and where has this come from and is this related to my body's physical or biochemical makeup? And when it comes to females and menstruators, 100%, yes, it is connected in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And so it's about discovering where you are in your life, where you are in your cycle, and does how you feel align with where you are in your cycle. And yeah. for you, I feel like you've recognised that, at any stage in your cycle, you can feel slightly different emotionally, mentally, and physically. And therefore, it's okay to live in a cyclical way. And so to give an example of that, it's okay that every day there's a slightly different high tide time and there's a slightly different low tide time of the ocean. And there's a slightly different time of the day that the sun rises and the sun sets and then the moon rises and then the moon sets. That's always changing and we're accepting of that but we forget to accept the fact that every day our emotions are going to change. Our mindset is going to change. And that's not just every day. That's every moment of every day too. Yeah. That's been something really comforting to know as well as part of the coaching. Like I don't have to be in a good mood the whole day just because I woke up in a good mood. Um, and I don't have to just express joyful emotions that just because we've been kind of taught that that's, what we have to do like I'm human I experience a different range of emotions and also how beautiful is it that our bodies are cyclical and in tune with like the seasons like what our bodies are capable of doing um it's just insane it's like you know all the leaves fall and the trees are like naked and the, our bodies do the same thing <laughs> Oh my God, I love that analogy. Because yeah. like I use the analogy of a frangipani tree, which ends up looking like a stick, but I've never been yeah. like, and the tree is naked. And guess what? We become naked in some stages of our cycle too. I yeah. Because, mm. you know, you can feel a lot more bare and raw and ah, leading up to your bleed and stuff. So I just think it's really beautiful that we can flow that way with the seasons. <laughs> I have to interrupt this episode to let you know that today is sponsored by the Well Women Academy. The Well Women Academy is my signature group coaching program. It's a weekly membership together where we study menstrual cycles, holistic health, and how to reconnect with your body. Every month, our Well Women access members-only self-paced educational content across a wide range of formats, including written, audio, video, and guided home study. Join me and women from all over the world as together we cover fields of ancestral health, Ayurveda, sexuality, sensuality, holistic health, and everything to do with your yoni. This is your chance to join an international community of supportive women to discover your cycle, your body, ignite your inner intuition, and illuminate your life. 
It's a cyclical sisterhood like no other, not to mention it's also cheaper than your daily coffee fix. To learn more and to join us, head to wellsome.com forward slash academy. That's wellsome, W-E-L-L-S-O-M-E dot com forward slash academy. If a menstruator is listening to this and they're like, Ari is crazy. Like, <laughs> that ain't possible. Like, because, you know, I'm, my, I'm like one part of my cycle, I'm like freaking witch. And the other <laughs> part of my cycle, I'm like crazy happy. And I just had a flashback of my friend when I was in Bunnings trying to renovate my van. And he said to me, Oh, have you got your broomstick so that you can ride off into the wind? <laughs> I literally was buying a broomstick, but <laughs> long story. So knowing that we have all these different stages and those women or menstruators listening to this are like, nah, cyclical living is, it's impossible. Like I've tried that and it's impossible. You know, what would you suggest to them? Um, I would say... If they've, if they've already tried it, that's interesting. Um, I would what say if they've that never would... worked with anyone about it? They've just maybe read about it in books or they've seen a little bit about it on maybe Instagram. It's definitely overwhelming to try and do by yourself. So I definitely would recommend to work through with someone. But um, it is totally doable. Like the more you start learning about it, the more you recognize like, I'd say it's almost hard not to recognize like the changes in energy that you experience. So that's why I say it feels so natural. The amount of work per like, say it could be anything that you're doing that you may be able to accomplish during like your summer or ovulatory phase is so insane. Like I noticed in the last two cycles, like I have my longest days. I can wake up at 6 a.m. and go to bed at 10 p.m. If I do that any other time, I would be wrecked. <laughs> like it would not feel good. Um, sorry, excuse my dog. <laughs> um, so it ends up balancing out. Learn to, and I still hope to like do this in the future and get better. But you, the goal is to be able to like sync your lifestyle to your cycle so you can be productive in every different phase so it doesn't mean that you're only being productive in the ov ovulatory phase you're being productive in different ways so during your autumn you might be connecting more with yourself or like you say like going for longer hikes to get all of that out of your body and you're you're just treating your body in a way really by letting all of that energy out um, mm -hmm. and be able to accomplish different types of things in those different phases it's about finding out what works for you in the different phases and putting it all together sense in the way I explained it <laughs> it does make sense in the way that you explained it um <clears throat> it is possible and I know that there's just women who don't think it is possible but the more you clue into it and there's different ways you can actually get started on the journey of living cyclically so there's a few ways that I could recommend or suggest, but I'd love to hear from you. What, what advice would you give to a menstruator who's starting out on this, I would like to live as a cyclical living menstrual person, um, like on their own cyclical cycle journey? What advice would you give them if they're on starting their own, out? If they're just starting out, um, 
I would probably recommend because that chart that you give us, that's free to download, right? Yeah, the Love Your Cycle chart. The Love mm-hmm. Your Cycle tracker. So I had a an app, but that didn't allow me to connect with myself as much on a daily basis. So I would recommend if you really want to start this journey to just print it out and just record your your poops <laughs> your um maybe don't do the cervical mucus if you still don't do that much about it but just record your energy and your sleep and how you're feeling that day or like you told me just anything you would tell your your bestie or your mom or um, <laughs> whatever you're oh yeah if you're feeling horny very important to write down mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll be able to slowly see the changes it'll be Unavoidable, unavoidable, unavoidable. What's the word? Unavoidable. Unavoidable to not be able to see the changes. And I think through just doing that, once you do see the changes, you'll be like, oh my God, like I need to work with someone because I think that by that point is when you start being like, okay, what does this mean? How can I support myself? And all the questions arise. Yes. Yes. And then you're like, oh, well, I don't know how to do that. Or this is happening every cycle. Or what does that mean? And yeah, that's, I think one of the worst things you can do is Dr. Google because (sighs) Dr. Google is like (laughs) the rabbit hole to the other side of the the planet. Literally it's the dark web. You could say is that Googling is fantastic in some aspects, but there's a lot of misleading information. And most of the time that information is not connected in with you, your body and your own cycle. And so whilst it might give you a couple of good tips, those tips might not be able to be applied to every stage of your cycle. Yeah, here's a funny one that just happened to me. Don't Google about your cervical mucus or you will convince yourself that you're pregnant and then you'll just freak out. (laughs) So definitely don't Google. (laughs) Knowing about your cervical mucus is an individual job yeah yeah and not that's Google's something that job. we no no it's not google's job this is why i teach this in our coaching right i also teach this inside our membership group the well women academy is it's all about discovering what that cervical mucus is for you uniquely because not every woman experiences the same stages or types of cervical mucus yet still they can have a fertile or an ovulate or or an ovulation in their cycle so all right, first thing, first step is track your cycle. And I just yes. want to say for those who are starting out who don't yet have the tracker, get the tracker. You can just go to wellsome.com and download it or go to my Instagram bio and download it. It's called the Love Your Cycle Free Guide or Free yes. Tracker. Um, it's free. But if you're starting and you haven't yet already tracked your cycle, you can, you can work with somebody or join a program to learn about your cycle and start tracking the right way from the get-go. Or you can just give it a go yourself and then do a couple of cycles and then be like, oh, now I really need extra help. And then what would be the next step from there? Like what, what advice would you give as the next step there? Um, well, I would personally say that being honest, once you do, do start doing this tracking, there's a lot to take note of. So it can be pretty overwhelming, actually, if you don't know what's going on. So I would advise that if you're genuinely interested in learning about your cycle and you are ready to like take the plunge to just work with someone because I can definitely say that I don't think if I would have if I would have done it alone the changes would have overwhelmed me in the transitions and I would have probably just left it given up 
given up because and that's maybe why you were saying like or women who have tried it maybe that is what happened for them because there is a lot of changes day to day and the more you tune in the more you notice like from second to second you know um we're constantly changing. and the males in our life are like what the fuck is going on you're different all the time and you're like oh, yeah. I'm, a I'm a feminine and we have multiple-sided personalities yeah this is how I roll. Don't like it? Leave. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> also, the tracker is amazing to use with your partner if um, if they're open to that. Um, like my partner is now has now become a lot more open to understanding the different faces and knowing like that when I write in red, I'm bleeding, and then he can understand because the tracker will show you like the different faces you are in um, in the seasons and like. Um, by ovulation and then follicular and stuff so it can also make sense to them so that's just such a deeper connection that you can have together and an understanding yeah you're spot on it really can it's important to to just allow all of those things yeah and I think when when you start tracking your cycle it's really important to just allow yourself to not judge yourself for what you're writing down 100 because it's really yeah. easy to judge oh my god i feel anxious and today i've got now i have downward feelings so i feel have thoughts of depression and you're writing that for five days in a row that can literally be a judgment you can judge yourself very easily on that so yes. it's no judgment zone now, if you did want to gain some support, um, I, as an example, we have the, the five-day mini course that you can learn even like dip your toe in and learn a little bit more about. If you've not taken that mini course and you would like to, it's 29 Australian dollars. But if you use the code cycle love, you'll save 20% off. It's in my shop on my website, wellsman.com forward slash shop. But however, but you're a member inside our Well Women Academy. Yes. So there's two different ways you can work with someone or like someone like myself. This is what I offer and what I do is that you can either work with me one-on-one, which is what we're doing together, yeah. uh, which is where we get individual time. We do sessions. What is it? Every fortnight? Every fortnight. Yeah. And we get to sit down, connect for an hour every fortnight, along with support between each coaching session, which is yes. important to know as well. Yeah. But that not everyone wants to do one-on-one work. Some people like groups and they like community. And so I also offer the Well Women Academy, which is the membership group coaching program. Yes. Now you're a member of that. Tell us about the academy. Like what, if a woman is wanting to start out with some support, why would the academy be a a potentially good place for them to start? Oh my God. Like what is there not (laughs) on the academy? Um, And I, uh, you know, people are different, but I'm, I feel like I geek out over all of this stuff quite a bit. Um, the other day I went on there and I was like, oh, I feel like I've done quite a bit of like the World Woman Academy. <laughs> I like went through and I was like, oh my God, there's so much more I need to get through. There is so much information on so many things. Like it's almost, obviously it's very worth asking you questions, but I've quickly noticed that if there's something that I'm curious about, I can check it out on the World Woman Academy because Perhaps somebody's already asked about it or Jamma's taught a class about it or um, even recipes that you might feel like having during like... You mean the cooking classes that I've <laughs> yeah. created? I love those videos, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gemma's also really entertaining to watch, so that's a bonus. <laughs> yeah. dun, 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 dun. Um, 
Thank you. I do try to bring joy and fun to the way that I teach and a lot of humour. And a part of me is like, I should have been a stand-up comedian in a past life <laughs> or in this life. Maybe it'll be a change of career in the future. And I'll be a period um, comedian. comedian. But when it comes to, you, you said there's lots of stuff to check out in the academy. What is there to check out? Like if someone's never seen the academy and inside the group, what is there to check out? So a few things are... Like, even if you're interested about learning, um, like, natural contraception, like we talked about before, and you said that's all you want to know about, you can definitely find that there. You can definitely learn about your cervical mucus there. So that's definitely still going that um, step over the cycle charting. Mm -hmm. If you want to have a deeper understanding, um, we talk a lot about the feminine and the masculine energies and how that affects us in our day-to-day, our inner and outer worlds um inner and outer seasons as well um cal uh, what is that the i was gonna check it out now they didn't do it the period yoga <laughs> and it has yeah, a better there's name a, there's a yoga class that i teach um and it's it's called the kali practice which is yoga for menstruation and it's a special sequence that you can actually do at home um you don't literally i teach this from home so you can do it at home with cushions, uh, just a simple yoga mat or carpet, and you can actually follow this process and it's sequence by sequence on how to go through a yoga practice for your menstruation. And it's a specific sequence. So, yeah, I teach that in there. But there is yeah. hundreds of videos, literally. There's over so far today as, as of recording this episode, there are over 110 live classes inside the academy and the challenges the challenges I feel like are also such a good way if you don't want to work on -on one-on-one to still help um, hold you accountable to yourself Um, so Gemma will do like five-day challenges um, I'm pretty sure it is like different types of ones so one of them was like reignite um, was was reigniting yourself reigniting yourself and the other one that I loved was the emotional abundance Mm, five-day challenge emotional literally we have so many videos and challenges and yeah the well-wooden academy is I feel a great place to start because of the community you you recognize that you're not alone on the journey and you're surrounded by many other women who are going through very much similar experiences and journeys and you're part of a collective group of women from all over the world. And that's something that a lot of women are craving or they might feel very isolated in their life. But this is a space that's safe and supported. I'm in there nearly every day checking up on stuff, answering questions, yeah. replying, mm-hmm. posting. And that's creating a support network for women to learn about their menstrual cycle. Yeah. And it's cheaper than your blo- than, eat- than eating a meal out, literally. Yeah. I was going to say a bloody vegan burger. But- <laughs> Hopefully it's not bloody, but it's yeah. cheaper than buying a vegan, a gluten-free vegan burger, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, um, once you start learning about this type of stuff, you because it starts making so much sense and like a physical and mental and like body level, um, you're going to want people to share this with and people to have these conversations about or even... It, it's just refreshing to see the way that the woman on the academy can communicate like I mentioned to you earlier it was so funny that someone mentioned um about how now when you have a friend talking to you and they're not in this cyclical like style of living you're like oh you know like 
you, you might be in your like close to your inner winter that could explain why you're feeling perhaps and they're just like whoa, whoa, whoa what <laughs> you crazy woman what are you talking about get back on your broomstick and fly away <laughs> yeah yeah so you know you can see women joke about it and you know just accepting of it and allowing and embracing and everyone's very supportive and loving so it's nice mm. to see for sure <laughs> thank you so much for sharing and um and really opening up about your experiences because <clears throat> I think it's great to hear from firsthand of what's going on in, in inside a space that maybe people haven't seen before because it's one thing for me to talk about it be like oh it's great you should come and join us and be a part of this beautiful growing community but it's another for it coming from someone who's actually going through that journey of exploring and embracing and applying cyclical living so yes. that you can live in that cyclical nature for your entire life. Um, Ori, I've loved having you a part of this episode and we are almost out of time. Amazing. Um, but I would love to ask you, what is the, the number one thing that you feel like you've gained from the cyclical living coaching experience? The number one thing would be that huge aha moment I had after having a chat with one of my friends who um, you helped initiate that process for me. And I think I briefly said this, but the biggest thing has been just realizing the effect that going inwards can have. And instead of making decisions from what's outside of you, um, being able to constantly look back in, check back in with yourself, like it's what's here that matters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's really so much more simpler. That's, that's been the biggest thing. Hey, like things don't have to be as complicated. I'm really learned trying to take a step back from Trying to be this superwoman, that's something that I'd also learned in the past um, and acknowledging that I can't do everything and that's okay. And as long as I'm focusing inward, I can give the most outward. And that's what's important. Like, that's it. <laughs> oh, I couldn't sum it up any better. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us uh, for this beautiful episode, episode 114. So I do have a final podcast question. Now it's changing gears a little bit. I ask every podcast guest this question. I want you to think back, Ori, to when you first got your period. So your, your first menstrual cycle. What are three things you wish you had have known at that stage in your life that you now know today? Um, that wearing tampons was not going to be losing my virginity because I grew up with very conservative parents. <laughs> Um, the second one would be that it's not a bad thing to get your period. Like when I got my period, I, I cried. I called my phone, my dad crying. Um, and he congratulated me and I was just like, I can't go swimming anymore. Like I was upset over it. Um, and the third would be that I wish I knew how much power it meant to bleed like I really didn't. I was just like, I was trying to think the other night, like, oh, like how was my period from like when I got it? Cause I got it really young at 11 to like later, like at least 15. And I couldn't remember because it just wasn't a thing. So mm. imagine how empowering it would be to just 
know and feel comfortable with like your womb space and yourself and not feeling grossed out by any of that that's a, it's a lot of power to feel comfortable with yourself so I just wish I would have been more comfortable with it so do I actually yeah <laughs> um, but if you're a younger menstruating um, person listening to this know that it's not something to be grossed out by and I love that you're listening to this to embrace more about this learning and these teachings and if you have someone in your life who's younger than you who's going through this journey you know be sure to in ensure them that it's not a disgusting process it's a beautiful and honorable process and it's something that we can learn to embrace and not even just learn to embrace just embrace it from the beginning I think is something that could be really powerful too but yes Ori, thank you so much for joining us. I've loved hearing all of your intakes on cyclical living and how you've grown through this process. Plus I've had the, I guess, the pleasure of watching you grow because I feel like you've transformed enormously in two months. Um, so thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be able to do this. <laughs> All right, that is a wrap for our cyclical living mini series on the World Women podcast. I want to say thank you so much for tuning into this series. If you haven't checked out all five episodes, I encourage you to go back to episode 110 and listen to all of the episodes so that you can learn a little bit more about what it is like to transition from not living in connection with your menstrual cycle to applying cyclical living to your life. Just note, it is possible. It takes simple steps to do so. And there is support out there so that you can learn more about your body and your cycle as a woman. And cyclical living is the new way of living. That's just my thoughts. But if you think so too, I'd love to hear from you. Please come and share with me over on Instagram. That's where I like to hang out the most. You'll find me at Wellsome underscore Gemily. And of course, don't forget to share this episode in the stories and tag me in. I would love to see. Again, thank you so much for tuning into this mini series. Next week, we will be back with our regular episodes. We have an amazing episode lined up with Ashley Norris talking all things Dutch testing. Yep. That's testing for your hormones. That's going to be episode 115 and that comes out next week. Until then, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.